welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. I hope you've had a wonderful weekend, listeners. I, it's wonderful to have you back with us for the fourth part of our show this week. This is going to be a scintillating episode. I can't promise you that it'll be the best episode for this week because I've been briefed that that is setting up our speaker too much. But what I can promise you is that unless she's going to perform in a different way than she's performed during the last 25 years, this is <laughs> going to be scintillating. Moira O'Brien, you're going to tell us about how to come up with a table topic, I understand. This is going to be a great case, Paul, of do as I say and not as I do, because, folks, I didn't manage to get beyond the club table topics session, which was very sad because I pride myself on my ability to respond to table topics. And we won't talk about who did get through, but OK, I will. Ted Melanfi managed to get through to area. Unfortunately, uh, he didn't manage to get past the area, but that's life. That's life. One little point, Moira. Yes, Paul. Listeners empathise more with failures than people <laughs> who succeed. So I wouldn't feel in any way that you're losing the audience. Okay. I think you're ahead of the game as a failure. <laughs> OK. Well, I wouldn't call myself a failure because, as we know, in order to win the World Championship of Public Speaking, amongst other things, you have to fail many, many, many times first. Just add to what Paul said, when you, when you want to feel, feel better. Yeah, exactly. Craig Valentine was the exception, the 1999 World Champion of Public Speaking, because uh, everybody hates him because he won it on his very first attempt in his first year in Toastmasters. But he's a fantastic speaker and he always was. So let's get back to table topics. Now, what I'm going to give you today uh, comes, well, it was prompted by an article, a very good article on a website called icebreakerspeech.com and I'll link that on our webpage because it's worth going there and reading the article. As always, I'm not reading the article. I'm merely taking hints from it to pass on the best to you that I can. When you're given your table topic, you have 30 seconds to think. Pause. Give yourself that time to think. What are you going to think about? You're going to think about an opening, a body, and a conclusion. Now, get to the point. Forget about greetings. We don't have to greet, say, Madam or Mr. Contest Chair, etc., etc. You don't need to say that. You don't actually need to repeat the question. I'm pausing there because... You have to think a little bit about that. It depends how you're going to attack the question. If you're going to say, yes, I agree that, da 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 you repeat the question, and you then go on to say why you agree and give examples, etc., then okay. But you could just dispense with that repeating of the question completely and go straight into your speech. Now, I know a lot of people will repeat the question as a way of giving themselves a little bit of extra time 
to think about the question. Certainly that's something that I do personally. I find it quite useful that I can use that to get my thoughts together. Next point, <clears throat> answer the question. Don't go off on a tangent. In our division, we know of one or two very good table topics responders who give the most wonderful table topic speeches, but they don't actually answer the question. Answer the question. If you don't, you should be marked down. Remember, it is a speech. So it should have an opening, a body and a conclusion. And in the conclusion, always try to refer back to your opening or back to the, the topic itself. And the normal speech rules apply. Use vocal variety. Use body language. Use the stage. Do exactly the same as you would in any speech. Something that I picked up from this icebreakerspeech.com, which I wouldn't have thought of, and he says, always, always, always have a call to action. And that's an interesting point because we make that statement when we're talking about normal speech making and especially competition speeches that we should always have a call to action at the end of our speeches. But I wouldn't have thought that that was so for a table topic. But why not? Why not? Because it will lift your table topic up to a much higher degree. So try and get that call to action in there if you can. Eight strategic structures to answer table topics. Well, I'm not going to go through all eight of them because that would take too long. But let's go through a few of them and let's just see if we can tease out some techniques that uh, we can use in our table topics. And the first one is a mnemonic prep. Point, reason, example, restate point. And this is the most common method that we use to answer a table topic. And most people do this without thinking because it's, it's a logical and easy way of doing it. Maybe they don't give an example, maybe, but I think most people would. They would go through, they would state the point, they would give their reason for stating, for stating their position on that point, and then they would try and find an example or a quotation or something that links to the point. And there are, there are techniques for doing it. You can say, I agree that such and such and such because, and there was a time when, and that is why. All that just ties it up very neatly. Another way of doing it is to be a neutral person. You don't agree with the topic. You don't disagree with the topic. So you state your neutral point. You say why you are being neutral, why you're sitting on the fence on this. And you explain both views. You say the people who, who agree, uh, they agree because this, that and the other. The people who disagree, these are the reasons they disagree. And then you go back again and you state your neutral point. Timeline method, past, present, future. This is quite a good one. It's, it's a good one to bear in mind because it can often dig you out of a hole. If you really have trouble in formulating a really good answer to your topic, what happened in the past? How is that different today? And what are the 
the good things or the bad things about how things are today and how could we make it much better in the future or how will it change in the future and as always have a conclusion which is going to relate back to the original topic and I quite like that one I have used it uh, reasonably successful in the past now there's one here I've, I've not used but I do quite like it he calls it the zoom method and this is going from the micro to the macro so you have a topic which you can deal with let's say from a personal point of view which is this is how this particular subject affects me and you can then go on to say however if I look at this in the broader context how does this apply to let's say everybody living in Ireland or in the United Kingdom or in America or the world so you can do it from the very 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 small and specific up to the very broad that's quite a nice way of doing it now the one that I like most and I'm currently working very hard to build up a bank and that is the storytelling method we all have stories they're almost inbuilt in our psyche aren't they we have stories about our life and what we should be doing is having a notebook and writing down in that notebook all the possible stories that we can think of that we can reproduce either in table topics as we're talking here but also to develop into speeches i've come across a number of times when i've given a table topic response and then thought ah that's actually a good subject for a future speech so i write it down and eventually i develop it into a speech always keep your notebook handy because as you go through life you're going to come across things that are worth noting down and worth repetition and development as a last <laughs> paul is showing me his uh, his notebook as a last thing you all have access to the judges guide and ballot for every contest you can download them from toastmasters international so when you're going into a table topic contest have a look at how scoring is allocated you have 55 points effectively for speech development and effectiveness speech development is 30 points effectiveness 25 points your physical appearance on screen is 15 points your voice with flexibility and volume is 15 points and the last bits are far less important how appropriate is it to your audience and your speech purpose and how good is your pronunciation and word selection etc there's only 10 points or five points respectively for those so you don't need to pay too much attention to those obviously speech development and effectiveness are the most important bit so if you have a good structure to your speech you're going to do better than if you ramble that's it i hope you find that useful do go and read the article which i've linked in our website it's well worthwhile going through in detail he gives a lot of examples on each of his uh, items so i do highly recommend that and with that i'm going to bring this segment to a close i'll invite you to come back next week when we'll have more gems for you in the meantime from moira and from tobin amphi and from paul Imani, i'll wish you goodbye Thank you.
The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.